I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. Whenever you are about to enter into a college, a university or an organization and if you hear the words orientation program, a lot of us actually go through a gag reflex as if, oh my God, here's a week of my life completely wasted or two weeks or whatever it may be. What makes for a great orientation program, right? It's a puzzle that nobody has been able to solve. But a great orientation program needs to be able to actually do something that allows the employee or the student or whoever it is who's joining that particular place to feel great about joining that place and to feel confident. Today, I'm going to talk about how we can build an orientation program. If you're building an orientation program that will make people that confident and how if you are a participant or a recipient of an orientation program, you can make this whole experience worthwhile. Welcome to Smarter with Sid. Let's go. On Smarter with Sid, we start off with the context, then we get to first principles, then we get to any takeaways that may be for our lives. That's the way in which we get 1% smarter. So here I am right now in the UK watching the rain go by in my window thinking what an excuse it is for a summer but then suddenly thanking myself that I have to yet experience the Indian summer and hopefully when I go back Pune will be a little cooler with the onset of the monsoon but I do have to go to Ahmedabad in order to look at the orientation program that Micah has and be somebody who's contributing to that orientation program. Now Micah's orientation program is one of the better ones. There's a lot of thought that goes into that and having been part and parcel of developing an orientation program for an institute like this and having seen it fail miserably in other places, other institutes, as well as other organizations, I feel that maybe there might be something which can help us actually understand what makes for a great orientation programs worth and how not to screw it up. Right. So I think the most important thing is to figure out why it gets screwed up in the first place, because the intentions are right. So that's my context, really. I um, typically end up contributing towards uh, a particular part, which might be in digital or which might be in something related to marketing or whatever it is. I have either a slot, I have a panel, uh, as do so many other uh, people who are you know, contributing towards making that, that program a wonderful experience for students. Now, when I want to take this example, I also want to say that there is a big difference in university orientation programs, especially MICAs, and the ones that you experience in an organization. Now, some of those are inevitable because an organization is one wherein you know, you're handed the policy book, you're given the rules of the place, you're expected to see your KPIs, and essentially it is something which is much more I would say in quotes professional. On the other hand, you know, university orientation programs are the ones which have a little bit of leeway and liberty to allow for people to understand how they can look at the next two years or whatever years of their life uh, through a specific lens. And that is one of the biggest learnings I have got actually for the organizations. I think organizations are not allowing for a story or a narrative to develop like university programs are. And I suspect that that is because nobody knows when employees will up and leave. 
we've all heard of the great resignation which means that people are you know quitting jobs left right and center but when you're joining a university you know that you're in there for at least two years or three years or whatever it is so because there is a very defined time period the orientation program also becomes very specific because you know the the inputs are way more solid but what if what if you know an organization actually takes into account that okay we are expecting each employee who joins in for our orientation program to be with us for let's say two years or one year i hope that is not lesser than one year and how can i make this orientation such that they feel part of this specific organization's tribe and not just that how can they contribute and do their best be their best version etc 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 maybe having a definite closure towards the orientation might be very useful in structuring the series of presentations that people go through so that's one lesson that maybe a university's orientation program or a college's orientation program are done well can help organizations do well the second one which i've noticed at mica is around the narrative so what we are trying to do is not just give people inputs on how to behave on campus or how to actually you know um, uh, understand what the curriculum is and how to uh, what the do's and don'ts are of the place and um, you know how to have fun in the city and stuff like that and while that is that is there i think over and above just having fun and um, you know learning and the do's and do, don'ts of the place it is more towards constructing a narrative now this narrative is different for different universities this narrative is all about what mica stands for you know how you can be a great and proud mican uh, what uh, this narrative actually means when it connects to this area that area etc 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 and that allows for a sense of belonging a very deep emotional sense of belonging and if you involve seniors and if you involve you know invested uh, people host other stakeholders it does make an impact so why can't an organization think in terms of a narrative it's quite likely that an organization is full of cynical individuals who may not want to necessarily bat for the company's behalf but it's quite likely that we are you know stereotyping and there might be a few people across the length and breadth of the hierarchy which an organization has who are more than happy to contribute the third thing is i think you know whether it's an organization or a university it's extremely important for any individual who joins in to know how is it that they should work most people don't really focus on that how is it that they should learn if you're in a university how is it that they should work if they're in an organization what's your work style what's the organization's work style is the work style more collegial or is the work style more uh, cerebral or whatever it is and i think that there has to be an explanation of a typical work day as expected by different people across the hierarchy not in terms of description but in terms of emotions and how they deal with things and how they actually sort things out in their head and and all of that i think that will go go a long way now what i have noticed which is a, a final point perhaps from my side is that every department feels that they have a stake in the orientation now this is true for every educational institute as well as you know uh, uh, organization you have a situation wherein you know people are trying to make the program 
as comprehensive as possible and when you try to make it as comprehensive as possible you just get fact dockets of information but it loses a lot of its meaning the reason why it loses a lot of its meaning is because there is no direction when everything is added and if it's all directions then there is no direction there has to be a theme or narrative that allows for the orientation to serve those two dual purposes of belongingness as well as how do i stand out you know uh, in this organization how do i do well and that has to be the core reframing so i join an organization the first thing i expect perhaps that will really charge me up is hey you know welcome this is why this place is so special and so amazing and this is how you can make it more amazing and how you can have a great time over here so i think reframing that lens is where it all boils down to but that lens can be helped by actually learning from a lot of other places which do orientation programs really beautifully so organizations hr heads of organizations maybe take note maybe you're trying to do a few things maybe you're feeling a little stymied and the reframing should start and this is probably my biggest sort of aha moment when i was thinking about this topic the reframing should start in terms of the average employee's exit which is going to be say let's say after 2 years how do we want these 2 years how can we plan for these 2 years and that is what will suddenly give it a nice little narrative then you can spin i know no hr person wants to think of it an employee's exit the moment an employee joins but it is more pragmatic and it actually creates a more compelling narrative I hope you like this episode of Smarter with Sid. Many more to come from from where this one came from. And if you like this episode and like this podcast, do like and subscribe. And hey, if you like me, I'm the traveling professor. I'm on LinkedIn and Instagram. And hey, if you like podcasts like these, IVM's got a lot of more good stuff for you. Do check them out either on the website or app or wherever you get your podcasts from. Until next time, then. Until next time.